Welcome. We are a mother-daughter podcast about all things surrogacy. Together, we have brought eight beautiful babies into this world, and we would like to share our knowledge of surrogacy with those who want to educate themselves on the topic. This is Stop, Sit, Surrogate. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Stop, Sit, Surrogate with Kennedy and Ellen. Hey, everyone. We have a really awesome guest today. We're going to let her introduce herself. She is a surrogate. So go ahead, take it away. Hi, everyone. Um, my name is Sammy. Yes, I am a two-time surrogate. Um, I am now very retired physically from surrogacy. Um, I work in the industry now, too. So I am excited to share my story. Amazing. I'm curious. My question that I always ask people that I'm the most curious about is like, yeah. how did you find out of surrogacy? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I like to say I'm an old surrogate. It's been a while since I was like in the, you know, in it physically when I first sure. started. Yeah. Um, I think I, I was trying to think of this. I had a friend who was an egg donor mm-hmm. and I like looked I was like oh that's cool you were an egg donor I was way too old at that point to be an egg donor and then you know egg donation kind of takes you the surrogacy route and I was like oh like I I could do that um and so yeah I think that's how it started (laughs) it's a simple way to get into it though like you know like that's yeah that makes sense you look up one thing about egg donation or surrogacy and then it's like that's the all I ever saw again. Um, just, boom, yeah. yeah. It just takes yeah. you right there. Yeah. So did you yeah. go with an agency or did you go independent? Yeah, no, I went Ooh. with an agency. Okay. Um, you know, I, uh, again, this was pre COVID. And so yeah. I kind of Googled agencies and there was one local to me that came up and I mean, old school, I like walked into the office to do my intake and do all of my appointments now everything is so remote and virtual um but yeah Yeah. so I did yeah and when it came time to matching do you did you have any preconceived notions or like a checklist that you wanted yeah so matching I you know my my preferences were I wanted to help a same-sex couple that was kind of the only thing um I remember asking and I think that was it. I wanted domestic and I wanted a same sex couple. That was, and other than that, I was like, I'm open. So yeah. Uh, That's great. Did you, did it, so it didn't matter if they were like local, local, just stateside was great. Yeah. I just, you know, I, again, I feel like surrogacy in my mind was still so new that I didn't want to add another layer of complexity with international. So I was like, as long as they're in the U.S., and a same-sex couple. That's yep. who I want to help. So, oh, well, we yeah. we relate to that. How long did it take you to get matched? I did my first intake in April. I was cleared by July. Match call in September. Um, surrogacy at the time wasn't. I should say compensated surrogacy at the time wasn't yet legal in Washington State. And so we had to wait until the following like calendar year to really sign anything legal. So it, it kind of stalled it a little bit. Um, but like okay. contracts were signed January, February. Um, but then we didn't transfer until June. 
So from April of the previous year until June of the next year was transfer. Yeah. What year did you transfer then? Yeah. 2019. Okay. Okay. So So compensated surrogacy. Yeah. Compensated surrogacy just became legal January, 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I thought Washington was on board. Gosh, I didn't know they were so far behind. Well, you could do it. It just had to be altruistically. um, And it was, yeah, compensated. That was the, like, obviously the big change for it. So yeah. Did it take the first time? Yes. Yes. Uh, Very much so. So we did one med cycle, one transfer, one embryo. Um, it stuck and it split. It, it, split. it split. Yeah. So I went, so I went to my first ultrasound at six weeks. Um, I was using like a really small imaging clinic near where I live. So it was like not a fertility clinic, okay. you know, it wasn't the best place to probably go, but I went at six weeks and they're like, well, we see something, but no heartbeat. And I was like, okay that's fine. Like it's still early. They're like, yeah, it's still early, but like come back next week. So I went back at seven weeks and the tech was like, I see two, um, maybe three, but she prefaced it with how many embryos did you transfer again? And I was, I just knew, I was like, you see more than one, don't you? Um, so she had never done a twin ultrasound before. She didn't even know how to like make the machine measure twins so she calls in like her boss and the whole nine yards and they're like well there's definitely two but we also see a third like something you need to go to mfm like now so i was like okay so i call my doctor i get into mfm i go at like eight weeks and they're like no there's only two i don't know what they were seeing it's only two like okay okay." relief at 10 weeks they thought it was two and something was wrong with one of them, which I was like, okay, like it's early. It happens. Um, so at 14 weeks, they sent me to a specialist in Kirkland, Washington. Um, the specialist confirmed, they go, no, there's three, but the third isn't growing properly. Like the two were perfect. Okay. There's a third that it was considered, um, a trap sequence and it it's like a it's just when it I guess when it starts developing like later than it should so like it wasn't a baby it really wasn't even a viable fetus at all but it was still a third um so at 16 weeks I had to go back to the specialist and we they performed an RFA procedure it's kind of like a reduction but um not a reduction, but it was to essentially stop that third one from trying to grow. Cause again, it wasn't, it never would have been viable. Okay. Um, but it was the way to save the twins. Twins. Right. So we did wow. the RFA that was 16 weeks and the twins are perfect. They just turned four. Oh my like, God. Yeah. Identical. Identical. identical twins yep and they just turned four and oh it's like so wild when I think back to all those ultrasounds of like and here they you know here they showed up and everything was great so wow. <laughs> I have so many questions yeah. I wrote down okay wait yes. so 
Okay. Yes. So how many embryos were transferred? One? Just one. one. So, Just but it, one. So it te- technically, technically triplets. Tri- to triplets. Three times. And that's, you know, Just I so see rare. I so see rare. it in Facebook groups all the time where they're like, no, that can't happen. And I'm like, yes, it, it can. can. It's, it's just can. rare. Yes, it's it so can. rare. Yeah, it's rare. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Wow. Okay. Second yeah. question. Golly. This RFA thing. Yeah. Were you awake? Like, was this done while you yeah. were awake? You were awake. Yeah. So mm. it's, it's, I think it stands for radio frequency, frequency ablation. ablation. Yeah. yeah. Yes, and so it's kind of like an amnio. Um, oh. So I had to go back to Kirkland, which is four hours from where I live. Oh. So I went back to Kirkland. Um, they had me come in in the morning and they're like, we're going to do an ultrasound in the morning. If the fetuses had like spread apart from each other and like we could do it with a local anesthetic. Mm -hmm. we'll do local anesthetic and we'll just do it here in the office they said but if they're like too entangled Mm. or too close Mm -hmm. we'll need to give you a spinal and do it that way Mm -hmm. luckily it was like the powers that be just knew because it was perfect it was like yes we can do local anesthetic um so yeah I was just on an exam table the intended parents they came they flew out to be there during the procedure and um one of the dads, he's so sweet. He's, he's like a scientist himself. So oh. he was like, I want to be in there. Like he wanted to be wow. there, which was fine. The yeah. other dad was like, I don't want to see that. So yeah. he waited yeah. in the waiting room. Yeah. Um, it, they, they numbed my belly with, I don't know, local anesthetic of some sort. Yeah. Um, it was a pretty big probe that they put on in there and it essentially oh. like grabs onto the umbilical cord and cauterizes it um it was a little gross it wasn't the most comfortable but it was pretty quick like five minutes and you know that was that the the dad he asked a really good question to the specialist he was like if we do nothing what are the statistics like what are the chances that the twins will survive yeah and um he was like, there's like a 30 something percent chance that she could lose the whole pregnancy if we do nothing. Um, But if we do this procedure, it's like a 5% chance that something bad could happen. So like, obviously we took the better odds. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Did did you end up losing any of that mass vaginally or did it absorb through your body? Yeah. So it, it essentially, they said it would absorb like to the placenta and that's okay. kind of I guess what happens I could be saying this wrong but like you know vanishing twin just when it mm-hmm. happens naturally like it goes right. somewhere yeah but um they said it would probably just like fuse to the placenta and we would never know and I had ultrasounds of course like every week after oh, sure. that right um they could see it for a little bit kind of floating around but like huh it eventually just okay. went away Okay. Very interesting. That's that's yeah. first time I've ever heard of that. That's yeah. really interesting. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Now wow. you're gonna Google it and be like, okay, that's what she's talking about. Yeah. Well, well I know I, what radio frequency ablation is because I deal with that yeah. in my dog every day. But oh my gosh, I had no idea. Ding that it that they use that in in yeah yeah wow I'm yeah just 
amazed. I would have wanted to been in yeah. there too. Just like the dad who's the side would have been like, yeah. yeah, let me see. Yeah. And my partner was there and he was, oh, you know, good. supportive. And then, yeah, one of the dads was there. It was definitely, again, I hear it's sim. I never had an amnio, but I assume it's similar to an amnio, mm. but it was a lot bigger of a like probe. Um, yeah. I don't recommend it, but if you have to have it done, it also wasn't that bad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, did, yeah. so did, other than that complication, or yeah. look, did everything yeah. go well after that procedure? Yeah. 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 I mean, hey. it was, they, you know, I didn't, I really didn't even need, we drove home that same day. They said, if I had the spinal, I would have had to stay the night at the hospital. But okay. since I didn't need that, um, we, they put a bandaid on my belly. I remember I have a picture of literally so just the bandaid and they're like, See, Hey, go home. I couldn't drive. They're like, you know, have your part. We had four yeah. hour drive home, but yeah. they're like, yeah, go you home. Went home. Same day. Yeah. Yeah. That's what she said. Sure. Yeah. 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 They're like, okay, go home. Have fun. Crazy. Like it was, yeah, it was such a wild 16 weeks yeah, to yeah. then oh, it just right. became a normal twin pregnancy at okay. that point, I guess wow. as normal as that can be. <laughs> did you go, did you go into labor like, or like how, how far did you get? Yeah, I was, um, so because of the RFA, I mean, it essentially like punctures the uterine lining. So yeah. they're like, at this point, we hope the babies make it to viability. We made it to 24 weeks. Okay. Then they kept saying, we hope you make it to 28 weeks. We made it to 28 weeks. Um, our hope, we had a scheduled C-section for 34 weeks. Um, they're like 34 weeks. Like at this point, we're just like counting our blessings. So we'll, we'll go to 34 weeks. Um, my water broke right at 33 weeks. Okay. Um, and I was home. It was the middle of the night. I stood up to go to the bathroom and it was like the movies. And I was like, oh, cool. My water just broke. Um oh. Luckily, I live half a mile from like the best hospital and that's Great. my hospital. So Great. I tapped my partner on the shoulder and I was like, <laughs> okay, my water broke and uh, we, we got to go to the hospital. Um, I remember him saying, he's like, why are you so calm? I was like, oh. I, I don't know. Like, I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I, I did already have a plan to have a scheduled C-section since they were twins and there was already, you know, the scariness of complications. So, um, yeah, but they were screaming and crying and perfect. And again, now they're four. So yeah. Did they go to the NICU for a little bit? They did. Yeah. Yeah, They were in the NICU for, I think about five, six weeks, um, just because they were early, but you know, I think I think the dads, I mean, they may say differently, but I think they appreciated it a little bit because, you know, it's two tiny little babies that they got to like have help from the NICU staff and see how it all goes. Yeah. Kind of ease into it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I I wanted to go back to (laughs) the front of it. When you took meds, did you mm-hmm. do, cause it's becoming so interesting to see what people are doing. So yeah. were you, um, injections, were you pills, were you a little bit of both? Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was definitely medicated. I did injections, Lupron, mm-hmm. progesterone, and then I did estrogen patches. patches. Um, yeah. And that was, 
Yeah, I think that was it. That okay. journey I didn't do. I don't, yeah, I didn't do anything else. It was, yeah, I just did the meds. Okay. So I was supposed to, went to all the appointments. Okay. They were great. <laughs> and yeah, I got really fortunate um, on that end of the journey. Like it was so seamless. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm very curious. I don't want to finish up this journey, but I'm very, very okay. curious. You, you delivered at 33, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you were allowed to go back and do a second yeah. journey. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously there's all the approvals and everything and, you know, we went through all that again, um, with the twins, I was super fortunate that, you know, I didn't have GD. My blood pressure was great. Like I was super, super healthy the whole time. I was again, really lucky because with twins, they just instantly are like, Oh, you're going to have issues, but I, but right. I didn't, right. um, right. the, the early delivery was truly, I think it was just cause it was twins yeah. and then the RFA procedure like caused that kind of hurdle too. So, yeah. um, yeah, so I was approved again, Good. you know, basically I think cause my health was fine. Yeah, like exactly with twins, you, I know it's not everyone's twin story, but like yeah. you can't predict, especially with identical twins, Gosh. it's like. You can't yeah. predict what you they're going to do because <laughs> no. they're sharing a placenta, right? They're sharing. Yeah. Yeah. They're getting all the, wow. That's, they that's had their own sack, which yeah. was very thankful. They weren't In the Momo same. twins. They were right. Mo Dai twins. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so luckily it wasn't as high risk as it could have been. So. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Are they boys or girls? Can you say? They're Yeah. They're girls. Aww. Yeah. So cute. Yeah. They love it. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. So like you have the, this emergency C-section and they're in the NICU yeah. and you're yeah. probably in the hospital for what, three, four days, what have you? Cause yeah. Of the yeah. So during yeah. that time, do you get access to the NICU where the dads go? Yeah. Like, Aw, that's Aww. sweet. Yeah. So this was January, 2020. So oh. right before COVID oh happened, for COVID, um, huh? but oh. the, the dads, of course, didn't, they didn't make it. I mean, they were planning to come oh. like just a few oh. days later because we were planning for 34 weeks. Right. Um, but they, they live in New York. And so oh. they, I mean, they got there like that night. Yeah. And, yeah. And it was really early morning, but, um, you know, it, realistically, I think in the situation, they probably wouldn't have been able to even be in the operating room. It was really hectic. So yeah. It was kind of like they showed up when it was calm and nighttime and the babies yeah. were perfect in their little incubators. Right. So oh, yeah, um, it was good, but yeah, they let my partner and I have, like, we got bracelets and we got to go to the NICU. And mm-hmm. I, of course, after a C-section wasn't really moving around much, but yeah. I kept making him, I was like, go check on them. Are they okay? <laughs> He's like, they haven't moved. They're fine. Oh, um, but see. I kept like sending him over there. I was like, take pictures. Um, um, yeah. So how, cute. how old is your daughter? I'm assuming daughter. Yes. Right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah. how old is your daughter yeah. during this journey? Yeah. So she's seven now. Okay. Um, Ooh, at the seven. time she was two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So two, two and a half or so. Yeah. Did yeah. you find it hot? Cause you know, it's a hot topic in surrogacy. Oh yeah. my gosh, it affects your children. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. So yeah. do you feel like, did you, well, she's two. So did you really feel like you had yeah. to explain it to her like in depth or like, it was yeah. just like, mommy just has like a tummy. Like it's. Yeah. Yeah. At that point with that journey, mm-hmm. I yeah. didn't even tell her anything until yeah. I was like big. 
Yeah. And I, yeah. I remember asking her, um, I remember asking her like, baby, what do you think's in mommy's tummy? And um, a friend of mine was pregnant at the same time. And she was like, oh, well, it's baby so-and-so. And I was like, well, oh, no, so but cute. like she thought it was, yeah, oh, on that side. Yeah. So at the time she just, she had no idea, like, okay. you know, yeah. but I explained it in like the but I, kids are so simple. Yes. I always simple. say like adults make it weird. Mm-hmm. Kids are great. Hey, baby, yep. mommy is helping these dads have a baby. They can't do it without me. Cool. You yeah. know, like, right. They That's just, it. again, it's adults that make it weird. Yeah. <laughs> I would rather explain it to like a three year, like I would rather explain it to anybody five and under than somebody yes. over 60. Like I just, 100%. I don't. Right. I don't want to do that. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. At no, point, exactly. At that point, it's like, oh yeah, thanks. Like I met you in a mall. Yeah, yeah. it's my baby. Have a great night. Like exactly. Like at the grocery store. What are you yeah. having? Yeah. Right. It's a girl and I yeah. go about my day. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. It's yeah. not worth that. The, Pick and yeah. choose. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. That's hilarious. Yeah. So funny. So <laughs> okay. So you have baby and your postpartum recovery is okay. Like you're you don't have any craziness going on. Yeah, I mean, normal like C-section recovery, if you had will. Had you had uh, a C-section yeah. before? Had you had one? Yeah. Okay. So my daughter ended up in an emergency C-section. Okay. So um, again, it wasn't like my health that led to the C-section. Yeah. It was typical in labor forever. And, right. you know, that's what it turned into. I was really hoping for a V-back with a certain, yeah. with starting a surrogacy journey. Sure. Yeah. But then when it became twins, I was like, right. okay, fine. Yeah, I'll have a C-section again. Yeah. Um, so it was okay. Like I, yeah, yeah I knew so what you to knew. expect. You, right? Yeah, you had you knew what to expect because if you're if you've yeah. never had one before, you can kind of go. It's overwhelming. Right. It's overwhelming. Yeah. You're yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. So good. Okay. Yeah. When did you decide then uh, that you wanted to do surgery yeah. again? <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember being pregnant with the twins and. Again, physically, I felt great, but mm-hmm. it did get overwhelming at the end with like all the doctor's appointments. Like I lived at my MFM Gosh. office um, and I remember telling my partner, I was like, do not let me do this again. Oh. This is, you know, because it was just yeah. it was a long right. moment. Um, I was probably like six months postpartum. It was also COVID, right? At that yeah. point, oh, it's yeah. like summer 2020. Yeah. And um, I was like, I want to do this again. I think. I think I'm going to do this again. Um, I kind of gave, I think I, let's see, that was 2020. Yeah. So I think that summer I like started the process again to get approved and do all, all the things that I needed to. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Did you go same agency? I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, My second journey was, it was a little unconventional in the fact that I I ended up matching with a very good friend of mine, um, her first intended parents. So I am so lucky I have like a surrogate oh. sister. Oh. So we carried babies for the same family. Um, yeah, so but it but they had worked through the same agency too. That's how we met. Her and I met was through okay. the agency and then um so yeah, it was a little bit different of a match. Like I knew them yeah. because I'd been to their baby shower and we'd oh hung gosh. out. And so, yeah. Oh, so sweet. That's yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So then yeah. 
with that, so I'm assuming yeah. they're stateside too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Are they closer yeah. than New York? Nope. They're also in New York. Okay. <laughs> Which okay. makes for easy travel. Um, when That's... I go to visit, I get yeah. to see all the babies. All so. of them. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. Because this cool. is prior to New York changing uh-huh. their regulations, right? This is 2020. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So I delivered. So second journey obviously went a little quicker, like yeah. once, you know, because I'd already been through it and approval. Yeah. So I think, and we, we, they, the agency made us go through all the same channels, which is fine for like doing a match call, even oh, though okay. like we knew it was going to happen. Yeah. Um, but I think we officially matched in like August or September by, we, we had a first transfer in November. Um, oh. it, it did fail, okay. which I had never obviously experienced before. Yeah, so it was like yeah. roller coaster beginning part of this, that journey. Right. Um, and then successful transfer in January. Okay. 2022. Yeah. And then baby was born in October. So yeah. Gosh. Yeah. So oh he, but that one went fast. Like, cause yeah. it was, we didn't have to wait as long and I, we knew what we were doing and right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, you both had been through journeys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which so was super helpful that yeah. like, they knew what to expect. I knew yeah. what to expect. Uh, and that's great. Yeah. Oh my so God. Yeah. was that just a single pregnancy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Every ultrasound. I remember uh, going to my six week ultrasound and my sorrow sister, she came with me. It was like oh, super fun. Um, and I, I was like, is it one? Oh Are you sure? Can you yeah. like look around? So right. I think until up until 20 weeks, I was like, do you only see oh one? And I think my doctors were like, Sammy, yes. Like we're sick of you asking like, yeah. no, but really. <laughs> but really yeah, yeah. Right. Like, do you know my sure. history? <laughs> like, yeah. That was so funny. So but for yes. this one, were you also just injections and patches or did you like add on some extra yeah. stuff? So I didn't do patches. I did a no Lupron. So Ooh. it was progesterone injections, estrogen tablets, nice. and then like a slew of antibiotics or something, yeah. I think. Okay. But yeah, so it was, it was definitely, it was, it felt like less, way mm-hmm. less meds than the first, In the first one. journey. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. But that's, that's nice, nice too. And isn't it yeah. interesting? And it still worked. It's crazy. And it's still, right. oh, and actually, you okay, know what? Again. Actually, that was, yeah, I did do those meds. But so the first, I did a cycle in October that they had yeah. to cancel because I had fluid in my lining. And then oh. we got to go so quickly in November because we switched to a natural cycle. Ah. but then it failed but then okay. we still did a natural cycle in January okay but in my experience with a natural cycle I still had to do meds yeah. I just didn't do the pre-estrogen you just mm-hmm. I let my you know I had more ultrasounds to check my lining but yeah. then as soon as you get ready to transfer you load up on the meds again anyways so that was my right. experience at least yeah that's yeah. kind of what we're starting to understand with the whole natural cycle. It's not as natural no. as it yeah. makes it sound. It's yeah. It's yeah. more calming. It's like it's like more like yeah. yeah, just like chill in the beginning and then yeah. Just like a and it's, it's you know, it's nice because you're just letting your body do what so we are fortunate with fertile bodies to do. 
Yeah. But at the same time, you have more monitoring before. Like I had, I think I had an extra ultrasound or two because you like, you're just, you don't know what's happening inside there without, there's no meds. Right. Um, So it's nice, but also like, I can see where medications have their place too. So yeah. 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 Are you healthy through that pregnancy as well? No, no GD, no, nothing. (laughs) No, that one was my hardest, of oh, course. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> of course it would yeah. be. So that, you know, third pregnancy, luckily I went into that one, like knowing it was my last, you know, I was Aww. obviously going to have a third C-section at that point. There was like no point in trying for a V-back. Um, mm-hmm. I ended up getting GD towards the end and, oh, no. you know, I, I like pride myself in being a super health conscious person and I work out, I do all the right things, but it still happens. It doesn't matter what you do. Um, so yeah, I got GD. I started having high blood pressure at the Uh end, but I think it was almost like white coat because I was so stressed about the GD and then, um, so yeah, of course it was the most difficult. It was my last. (laughs) That's how it always goes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you have scheduled? Was it a scheduled C? Did you go quicker than the scheduled C? Or did yeah, you nope. Continue? I made it all. Yeah, okay. it was in you know most states you can't legally do a C section yeah. before like thirty nine weeks unless there's medical need. So I was like thirty nine and two. Okay. Um, I walked on in for my appointment. I had my scheduled C section. The dads were there. That's you great. know, so yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Something that I didn't touch on with your first journey, but it also can coincide with this is your relationship and communication Mm -hmm. with both sets of intended parents. Were you guys, cause you know, people are always curious, like how much do we talk? And obviously it's however, it's however you grow the relationship. Like you, you can never be like, oh, it's going to be like every Saturday it's called like, it's going to be authentic. Yeah, but yeah. out of curiosity, how often did you did you talk yeah. with each couple? Yeah, um, the first journey. I mean, I just it was amazing to be matched with. I mean, everything's meant to be what's meant to be. They yeah. were so mellow for how honestly stressful the pregnancy was, right. and I can only imagine had it been anybody else, like it would have just been undue stress on all of us because we couldn't control what the embryo did or the appointments or the procedures. Um, So they were phenomenal. Like they never over worried, or at least they didn't express that to me. Um, But we were in touch a lot because I had so many appointments. So it was like constant like texting or sometimes we would FaceTime or I would FaceTime them at an appointment. Um, They flew out for the procedure at 16 weeks, Mm -hmm. their intention was to come to the 20 week ultrasound, but they were like, we'll just meet you for that procedure. Like instead of the 20 week, Mm -hmm. um, they came out at 28 weeks just to like hang out. And that was like right before Christmas time. So I like took them to my company holiday party and we hung out Mm -hmm. and it was like so great. I had a little baby shower for him. It was like really awesome. Um, so I got super, super lucky that, I mean, both journeys, but that was my first experience. Yeah, um, experience. You know, afterwards, like even to this day, I still get pictures and texts or the, the girls will want to FaceTime. Um, and so we'll talk. But my second journey was, I mean, just as amazing. And again, I already knew them because I was friends with their first surrogate. And I, I know how, or I knew how phenomenally they treated her so I had like no worries that I would be 
treated just as well. Um, They came out for the 20 week and obviously the delivery and stayed for a couple weeks. Um, Actually, just this past October, I flew out for the last baby's first birthday. And then I got to see the twins too, because they're like a subway ride apart. And my my daughter and I went to visit all of them earlier in the year. So like, I'm just, I'm really, really lucky. You are very sweet. I know it's not everyone's story, but you know, I think it's more, hopefully more stories are like mine and um, yeah, I'm super, super lucky. You get out what you put in too. I mean, totally. granted your first one was a little stressful, but all parties to understand what was going on and just kind of went with the flow. Because as you said, you can't control what the embryo was doing. Like, hello. Yeah. 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 And I think you're so right. It is like, you know, I, I knew I wanted to have a close relationship, but you know, at the same time, I don't need them to message me every 30 seconds or vice versa. Like, (laughs) but you know, if I want to send them a funny, like real or TikTok or whatever, I can do that. And yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. That's very sweet. You are very lucky. I'm very happy for you though. That's awesome. And the fact that they both, that they all are in New York. Same place. Yes. That's They're amazing. like 20 minutes from each other on the subway. Are, and it's are they friends? Have they kind of gotten a relationship? Because they're so certain- they met, they met once. So I've been out to New York a few times and I went to visit before I started my second journey. Cause I was okay. like, I want to see the twins before I start another journey. So I went in between and we all kind of met at one point. So like, they know who each other are, but okay, yeah. you know, they're both, they're yeah. all like busy people with busy lives people. and yeah but yeah oh my that's gosh. yeah that's very cool yeah that is it's super cool yeah that is. so okay so your daughter was older in the second mm-hmm. journey so mm-hmm. I'm very bad at math was she like four or five yeah she was like five yeah she was around five um so obviously she knew more at that yeah. point and I, I definitely told her from the very start um I my intention was to tell her after it was positive, you know, that was my hopeful. I was like, I don't want to tell her like too early and then have to explain that it didn't work. Um, my, my mother decided to tell her the first when I traveled, right. Cause I, I traveled to the clinic. And so my mom watched her and my, she must've said something of like, Oh, mommy's going to get pregnant. So then I came home and she's like, are you pregnant? Oh, and then that one failed. So I had to like, no, I like kind of was just like, no baby, not yet. Not yet. Like I just went for an appointment. Um, but I was like, really mother? Yeah. Um, it was fine. It was fine. So yeah. But then the second time and once it was successful and everything, then it was like, she knew right from the beginning. Um, yeah. And she had met, um, the dads pretty early on too. So it was like, this is where this baby's going. And she kept (laughs) for a while, Hmm. you know, she doesn't have siblings like Mm. this. She only knows mommy pregnant and baby's going to another family mm. um but then she also really thought that everyone pregnant it was only twins oh so, wow she would always carry around like two baby dolls and oh, like so everything sweet. and I'm like no 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 they're not all twins this is one baby right <laughs> so cute. How cute, so cute how kids yeah. process stuff I swear it's so cute yeah. I love it it was super cute <laughs> So yeah. then when baby is, um, when baby is born in your second journey, mm-hmm. I think you said boy, right? 
No, all girls. Oh, I'm sorry. Where did I get boy from? girls. I don't know. (laughs) Just kidding. Yeah. Okay. So you had, so, so so when baby girl is born, um, do you, like, does your daughter get to come to the hospital and meet baby or like, is this still COVID? Uh, No, it was after, yeah. After COVID. Luckily I like, it was such a blessing. I, I feel for everybody who dealt with surrogacy, honestly, Mm. just pregnancy during COVID, like how sad I I missed it I missed it for sure but um we she did not come to the hospital um that journey after delivery um she was with my mom again and we all live so close and luckily just a couple miles but as soon as I got home and she came home and then like that weekend or something, um, the dads came over with the baby and she got to see baby, hold baby, love on baby. We all hung out. So yeah. Yeah. Very sweet. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So yeah. And she sees them now. Like, do you, are you guys like, are you like auntie? Are they like, how has she like processed it now? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, she, COVID again happened the first journey we had plans to visit like so much sooner but so we went February last year we took a mommy daughter trip to New York and we saw everybody we actually stayed with my second intended parents which was like super special um but yeah they you know they they the twins call me Miss Sammy which is just really cute it's like what they call their teachers and you know they can call me auntie we've talked about it with the dads too and like whatever feels normal but um I mean the recent baby is a baby baby so she's not obviously talking but um yeah it's definitely like kind of an aunt you know relationship but also you know they're they're just really really good extended like family friends now and yeah yeah I envy you on all accounts (laughs) (laughs) but I'm so happy for you that's like yeah amazing and to you know to to have to retire basically but to have those two wonderful journeys right absolutely how perfect yeah (laughs) Yeah. because of because of the journeys is that one of the reasons you said hey corporate world goodbye and I really want to be in this full time like did you just get a pull um So let's see. So last baby was born October, um, February. After that, I was a part of a very large corporate layoff. Um, I'd been with the company almost 10 years. I thought I was going to stay there forever. And that's where I worked through my journeys. And it was just like part of my identity. It's actually how I met my now partner was that job. So big job. um, But it like 20% of the company was laid off. And at that point, and I was done with surrogacy, like physically, right. I was, I, I couldn't, I safely can't carry again, which is fair. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I took a little bit to process and I was like, first off, what am I going to do? I worked there for 10 years. This is all I know. Um, But then I was like, no, I, I need to do something I love and I need to do something I'm so passionate about. Yeah. Obviously that's surrogacy. Cause I like yeah. never shut up about it. Um, <laughs> Neither and do so we. I just like, <laughs> I know, so right, right, exactly. <laughs> and so I dove in and, okay. you know, I, I was looking and for jobs and, um, I, I just got really, really fortunate with where I've landed and, um, yeah, yeah. Good. 
good for you. Amazing. You're with an I agency then, yes? You're with an agency? You're working for an agency? No? So no. I work for Nodal. Um, oh. So Nodal, we're a matching platform. Yes. Um, so I am the program and community manager for Nodal. Um, I, any surrogate who applies with us and goes through our process, I'm like one of the first voices that they talk to and get to know. And, um, yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, Nodal's definitely, I know it's a bit innovative and different than, um, maybe some of the traditional agencies, but I've learned you know, being a surrogate and being absorbed in this world and, you know, the world is forever changing. And so seeing, being a part of Nodal, it's like, wow, I, I wish I would have known about this type of a service five years ago, but it just wasn't a thing. Right. Um, So I feel really lucky to be a part of a company that's strong and growing and different. And um, yeah, it's really special. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Sammy, I do have a question and it's kind of great because you also talk with surrogates. So when somebody comes to you, not even just in that world, but just, just on the street or whatever. And they're like, Sammy, I I'm thinking about being a surrogate. What is your, what is your key advice to them? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, do your own research, no matter what first, Mm -hmm. you know, I think that's the biggest thing, even, even working now and doing first intake calls for people, I ask, are you still in the research phase? Do you have questions? Like, where are you in your own process? Because I know for me in my first journey, I really didn't do a lot of research. And I probably should have. And, you know, my first, like, agency conversations or whatever it is, were definitely like, all right, let's get you signed up. But I maybe should have been asked, like, what do you know about surrogacy so far? Um, So I think no matter, no matter how you're feeling about a journey, just like hit the websites, go to Facebook groups, do whatever you need to do um, to just learn as much as you can before jumping in and signing up for anything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Cause there's a lot of information out there now that you can. And I'm learning something even now every day. And I mean, I've been in this world for five, six years and, you know, now working in it and I'm still like, Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Every time, every time somebody comes on and shares a story, I'm like, Oh, like earlier you said, Mm -hmm. it's not a Momo. It's a Mo. Mo oh, die, Mo, Mo die. Uh-huh. and I find if I I finally clicked in my head. I'm like, I understand what a Momo is now. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah so it's, it's. I mean, and I knew nothing about twins before. Now I know like so much, so much huh. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Wow, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. What is so? Does that also go then with like something that you wish somebody had told you when you signed up to be a surrogate? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I don't know if there's anything like dire that I feel like, gosh, I really missed out. Right. Cause yeah. again, like my journeys are so beautiful and I was yeah. so, so fortunate. So it was meant to be, yeah. um, I think if anything, and I think this just goes for surrogates anywhere, it doesn't matter what clinic, what agency, anything you're doing, you have a choice. Um, you also have a voice, so use it, you know, advocate for yourself, even if it's not the agency's objective or anybody else's to speak on your behalf, like you use your voice 
and you get to make those decisions. And if there's something you don't like, say it. If there's something you're reading in your contracts that seems weird, speak up um, because your attorney may not for you or your agency may not for you and not in any ill doing. Um, yeah. It's just maybe not, they don't see it that way or notice it, but use your voice. Yes. I think that's for women in general. Use your voice. It's okay. Um, it's okay to speak <laughs> okay. up and be loud. And, yeah. you yeah. know, so I think that goes even more so in this world of surrogacy of mm-hmm. you get to choose, you get a choice. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of first-time surrogates, and I'm not saying this is a general blanket statement. I'm just saying sure. they so want to do this so badly with all their yes. heart and soul that they're just, yes, 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 yes. And they're not taking yes. into consideration that they do have options and then they Absolutely. can speak up. They can. I, I don't know if it's not so much like that they're not taking into consideration. I feel like maybe sometimes first-time surrogates are scared. Like they're like, what if totally. I, what if I say what something I say and now no? I'm a problem? Like, right. and it's right. like, you're not right. a problem. I promise you, you're the solution. That's why you're here. It's okay. Like, right. <laughs> and so yeah. it's scary. It's, it's scary. Yeah. Right. They don't want to not be able to continue this journey that they want yeah. to do so, so badly. Mm-hmm. So they're just for fear yeah. of sometimes. Yeah. yeah it's the same yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I get asked often, even, yeah, friends or work or, or however, you know, the, the silly questions of like, well, do the parents get to tell me like what to eat? And I'm like, well, no, <laughs> you know, they can have an opinion, but that's yeah. still your choice. And you can say no. Um, you know, so certain just things like that. Yeah. It's like, no, they do not get to control every movement that you make. Right. Um, right. Yeah. With, I mean, like, but also like be like, you know, don't eat the raw fish. Like right. make the Listen smart your decisions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, th- is there anything else that you want to add? Did we, did I ask all the questions? Like, did we ask all the questions? Like I, I went through I it. I had like a little list too. Um, or I had not a list of other questions. I had your questions kind of yeah. what to expect. Um, no, I mean, I'm just so appreciative to be able to talk to you guys and talk to like-minded people and share, you know, my stories. I know they might be a little bit different than everyone else's surrogacy experience, but I think also just normalizing that, you know, I'm, I'm just a boring mom at home, like doing my normal thing, but like surrogates can also do like such wonderful things too. And it doesn't, have to be this taboo topic and so just talking about it more and getting it out there more is really my hope and intention so yeah we agree so thank you so much for for reaching out appreciate your time they were great stories i I know (laughs) i just kept waiting for like the shoe to drop and i'm like she had had great she had great journeys i know they were big stories but like yeah yeah so happy i got really lucky yeah You, you did they're Beautiful. And like I said, like the yeah. fact that you only got to do two, like you really didn't have the choice yourself to be like, no, I'm going to stop. Like, and you got these beautiful journeys. Yeah. I, I will be forever envious of you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I went into my last, I will say I went into it being yeah. like, this is my last pregnancy. Sure. Like I, I really, but it is, it's still a little bittersweet to like, yeah. know yeah. that like safely yeah. it is my last. Um, yeah. But I'm glad that I, you know, my daughter, she was always our one and only, and oh. we are so thankful for that. And um, four baby girls into the right? world, which I just like love so much. And yeah, 
so awesome. Amazing. That's awesome. Good for you. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much again, Sammy. It was wonderful to meet you. It was (laughs) a pleasure. Thanks guys. You too. Thank you. Bye. Oh, she had such pretty journeys. Amazing. How cool. Identical twins. Amazing. Well, like technically though, like identical triplets in a sense. Do you sense. know how flipping rare that is? It's I'm going to assume so really rare. Rare. Yes. So rare. Oh because all God. your triplets were individual. Oh, None of them split. They each other an embryo. Split. Yeah. Okay. Each other an embryo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so crazy. Split it's three mm-hmm. times. Yeah. And then to do the radio frequency ablation to mitigate the one so that the other two could all right, touch on it real quick. What in the heck is that? Touch on it real quick. Well, she told you that with that, I know, but like vision for it's like a big tube thing that goes in and it grabs. Yeah. It goes in and it, I I believe through her belly, I'll have to look it up. That's what she said. She said it went through her belly, but when when she said grabbed, I'm thinking like a claw machine and like, clearly that can't go through your belly. So is it like suctioning it? No. So I believe what it had is that at the end of it, it like retracted. So you could push it out and let it grab on and then retract it back. Yeah. That's what I think it was because radio frequency ablation in like my world is like nerve deadening nerves. It goes in and like burns off the nerves, but it's similar because it's all done with frequency, radio frequency. Interesting. Yeah. So it could have been where it just kind of cauterized like she said with the end of it rather than grabbing on. She said that about the umbilical cord, like and then it cuts the supply off. And so that one couldn't do anything else, which is different from a reduction. No, totally. Is. Of a live fetus. Yeah. So way, well, yeah. Different. way different. Yeah. Super different. Which very, very fascinating to hear. Fascinating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was very cool. I'm so happy she shared. I know. And I'm so happy. Everybody's healthy. Yes. It's wonderful. Everybody's healthy in that. Like, yeah, just wonderful journeys. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing again, Sammy. And if anybody else would like to share their story or have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us on Instagram at stop period sit period surrogate. It's been another edition of stop sit surrogate with Kennedy and Ellen. Bye everyone. Bye. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to give us a like and subscribe. Also check the link to our YouTube channel in the description.